0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So in the last couple of weeks, Custom and Border Patrol officers have seized, I don't know, $24 million, over $24 million in meth at the Texas entry point. I mean, it was, has been a huge drug bust. One was for $18.6 million worth of meth, 2,033 pounds of meth. One was for $5.8 million in meth, 655.65 pounds of alleged methamphetamine were busted at the border and uh, pretty incredible. Now, they say that uh, the international pro star tractor trailer carrying paint buckets uh, was there for a secondary inspection, and then the canine inspection and the non intrusive inspection. And then that's when they said, Ooh, hey, uh, yeah, we've found uh, 2,033 pounds of meth inside your truck. So uh, you're busted. So uh, they also broke down some of the other busts that they've made at this Laredo bridge crossing or port of entry it's a world trade bridge is what they call it in South Texas and Mexico and uh, he said they had uh, seized 1700 almost 1800 rounds of ammo $407,208 of currency made other arrests for various crimes Um, you know they're also quick to remind you that uh, 86,315 commercial cargo vehicles Eighteen thousand eighty-six rail cars and four hundred thousand six hundred and seven vehicles were recorded at the port of entry during that week. Pretty impressive. They also were happy to show that they busted, uh, they they, I'm sorry, they intercepted undeclared currency with a significant amount, but they don't tell you how much. So we just have that. Uh, yeah, we're just taking your money. Don't worry about it. It's undeclared money. So we are gonna. It's a significant amount. And does that mean that they took some? Or they just hadn't counted it yet? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, this has been going on. You know, these big busts have been going on for the last couple of weeks. And good. I mean, that's okay. They also busted another guy for uh, 26.63 pounds of alleged cocaine. Uh, I guess he was trying to, you know, apply to come into the country. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how you... Apply and then go, yeah, you know, never mind that, uh, you know, $300,000 worth of cocaine I'm trying to carry with me. Don't mind that. <laughs> but I will say, with the big meth bus, now this ties into Okmulgee, and I'm not going to play a theme song or anything. And I still appreciate all of you sending me what should be the Okmulgee theme song. And I apologize, I was supposed to have one by now, and I've been listening to all these shows. Uh, all these theme music that people have been sending me and I, I, very difficult for me to decide, but I will soon because the Alkmalge case is still going on. And I believe that this is tied into Alkmalge and this is just me, uh, you know, throwing it out there. You know, we have the person of interest who's still in jail in Florida. All right. Now he hasn't been charged with anything. He was on the run. They were assuming, you know, a lot of people assume that he was part of the murders of the four guys in Oak Mulgee, but you know, four dead in Oak Mulgee. But uh, I think that he was running for his life and that I think now he's in jail in Florida. He doesn't go before a judge until December 20th, I think, you know, mid to late December. And he's, uh, you know, under uh, special care in jail because he. Was going to commit suicide. Uh Uh-huh. And since he's been, uh, you know, detained, we've been getting some big busts at the border of meth. Are they tied together? I'm making the case that, yes, they are. Uh, They're using this guy to, uh, know when these bus are coming through, because I believe that where they were at in Okmulgee is a big distribution point for the cartel to, you know, ship it out across the country. And what better place than Okmulgee, Oklahoma. And so that's just me thinking out loud. Uh, you know, I got no proof of any of that. It's just me seeing what's being played out and what's happening. So, welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So I see where Elon got butt hurt over the weekend and decided that if you change your display name, you can get uh, suspended on Twitter and that's special. Uh, the story of with actress Valerie Bertinelli. Uh, you know, impersonated Elon Musk on Twitter. Well, she really didn't impersonate him. People are idiots. You know, her Twitter handle, her verified Twitter handle was still at Wolfie's mom, which is her Twitter account. But she changed her display name to Elon Musk. So for those who, you know, didn't look and then went, hey, that's, is that Elon? And realized that it was at Wolfie's mom as it wasn't Elon, uh, you know, you realize that it wasn't her, but she sent a bunch of tweets in support of Democratic candidates, and she was trying, I guess, to show flaws in his new verification system, but it really doesn't show flaws in the verification system. The the account was still at Wolfie's mom because people are stupid. We're I, I don't understand. So he, you know, he still got his. Paid verification system, which you know is for seven ninety nine a month you get the blue check mark and you get a, a bunch of other things we 've talked about that before, but uh, you know there now he claims that uh, then uh, and i 'm still really mad at myself i 'm going to stop for just a second. I am really, really mad at myself uh, i 'm never going to not do what 's in my heart again for comedy uh, when I saw. What Valerie Bertinelli was doing. I thought, I'm going to change my display name to Elon Musk and tweet, We're all Elon Musk now. And I should have. I apologize to you, listeners to Chewing the Fat, that I didn't do that. I'm very sorry. I apologize. So then uh, Kathy Griffin uh, started, you know, changed her display name to Elon Musk. And that got Elon all hurt, and he, you know, suspended her and came up with his new rules saying, you know, from now on, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. Well, that hurts a lot of people. A lot of people change their Twitter identity just for the fun of it. And now they're going to have to do it and to put parody next to it kind of ruins the fun. Doesn't it, Elon? But I guess not. He's all for free speech, and he wants Twitter to become by far the most accurate source of information around the world. Uh huh. Okay. All right. He, you know, he, you said comedy was now legal on Twitter, but unless it's you know something that's against you, then it's not comedy, right? All right. Fine. It's just a a weird thing. I I I don't understand. It got all butthurt, and I think it's gonna. That ruins some of the fun for me on Twitter because that was the whole point. Your handle is verified. It is you. Uh, that was the point behind being verified, that it is your account. And I got it. But I, sh- people change their handles all the time. I mean, people change their display name all the time. But their Twitter handle, which is what is verified, stays the same all the time. So, I mean, it's not... My fault when you see a tweet and you go, wow, that's a, that's something, huh? Elon actually tweeted that. And then you look at the tweeter and realize that it says Elon Musk, but the at, uh, the actual Twitter handle is not Elon Musk. So you realize, oh my gosh, that's not Elon Musk. It's just someone, you know, Valerie Bertinelli, Wolfie's mom, trying to be funny. Same as what's her face? Kathy Griffin. So I don't know. I just, I, I'm really mad at myself for not doing that. I think it's, uh, I think it's petty that Elon did that. So, but they have changed their blue checkmark verification plan until after the midterm election. I guess they were going to do that. It started and they, people got all wound up and said, Oh no, what about the elections? Uh, you know, we, we got a, we got a, the election integrity election integrity. So they were like, okay, fine we've postponed it until after the after the election. So I guess uh, if you already have a blue check mark, which I do. Uh, and we talked about this last week. I, I, you know I, my gut reaction is no, but uh, it feels like it may be worth uh, eight bucks uh, to have that you know be verified on Twitter. And I will say that uh, I didn't put parody on my tweet, when i tweeted that this will be worth the eight dollars someone i don't know who did it put it together it's very funny uh did the hallmark channel uh, the heart of christmas proudly presents eight bucks for christmas and they have elon and aoc <laughs> with aoc on elon's shoulder awesome that is funny i didn't put parody on it though so i maybe in trouble with that so we'll see and and does the paying the 8 bucks a month is that a good thing I feel like what made Twitter special right is that uh, you were verified the people who were verified felt like they were special you know I, did I feel like I was special not really but I was verified and you know it was nice to have a verified account knowing that when something tweeted from my account it was from me So, uh, or, you know, if I, if I were to ever have someone tweeting for me, it would be because I allowed them to. So it would be just the same as coming from me anyway. And now as long as, you know, he thinks that he's going to charge eight bucks, uh, you know, eight bucks a month to be verified so that everyone has a verified voice. But when everyone has a verified voice, you lose what was thought to be special from the people who are in the media, who use Twitter all the time. So I think in the long run, that's going to hurt what made Twitter special. Now he, you know, now he's in a big fight because he fired a bunch of people and I guess he's bringing some people back and it's not all his doing. I mean, the company was, you know, top heavy and he needed to get rid of some and even Jack Dorsey, who I was surprised uh, that he still remains an equity investor in the new ownership regime of Twitter. Interesting, isn't it? So, anyway, he put out an apology saying, uh, you know, I own the responsibility for why everyone is in this situation. I grew the company size too quickly. I apologize for that. So, that's just not Elon saying, hey, we got too many people, we got to get rid of them. That's a Jack Dorsey, the guy that everybody loved at Twitter, or, you know, they loved him until they didn't. You can quote me on that. And then I see where Facebook is planning. We talked about how they're struggling. Yeah, they're struggling. So they uh, they put a big hiring freeze on, and now they're getting rid of, uh, they're going to start firing some people. Or, I'm sorry, laying off up to 12,000 underperforming Facebook workers. So are those people going to be good with it? Probably not. You can still follow me at Twitter, at JeffyJFR. On Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio, by the way. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> So Jimmy Kimmel, you know, the late-night talk host who recently signed a three-year contract extension, making him one of the longest-running talk show hosts in American television history, which is amazing. I mean, congratulations, Jimmy. Uh, You know, the guy that said he lost half his audience because of the Trump jokes, but he didn't care. And, uh, you know, the the network, they called him in and slapped his hand, but he didn't care because he stuck to his guns. Good for him. Because I don't want to be able to not just rip Trump and Trump people and people who like Trump. I'm going to do that, darn it. Uh, He has just been awarded uh, the proud, the proud award of being the host of the 95th Oscars. I know, congratulations. Now he hosted uh, back to back in 2017 and 2018. And now this is his hat trick. And they're happy to have him back. So be ready for the 95th Oscars at the Dolby Theater at Ovation Hollywood. And it's going to be televised live on ABC. And in more than 200 territories worldwide. Sunday, March 12th. The Oscars. So congratulations to Jimmy Kimmel. And yes... I'm here doing the show for you, which means I did not will, win the Powerball. And in fact, no one did. So the jackpot grows to $1.9 billion. Maybe you did $1.9 billion. <laughs> so nobody, it's going to be huge. It is going to be huge. I mean, it is the biggest Powerball drawing ever, the biggest lottery uh, payout ever, if it pays out. The lump sum option is $929.3 million. Uh, <laughs> now, you can get the, you know, 30 payments over 29 years, but I just feel like that's, you know, we've talked about that before. I just kind of feel like. You know, you gotta believe that the lottery's still gonna be around in 30 years. And I don't know that to be the case. So, no one won the 1.60 billion uh, on Saturday's drawing. There was one winner in Kentucky for got two million, and there were 16 winners of the Powerball match five, which won a million in uh, uh, California, Georgia, Michigan, New York, Colorado, Kentucky, Missouri, Pennsylvania, Florida, uh, Maine, New Jersey, South Dakota. So if you were in one of those states you may have won a million dollars. And if you were in Kentucky you may have also won either a million or 2 million dollars, but no one won the big one. And the big one is going to be tonight. So, I mean, am I going to be here tomorrow? Possible. <laughs> you just never know so i missed the rock and roll hall of fame induction ceremony this past saturday night for those of you listening live today is the 7th of november of course that's when the powerball drawing is uh 2022 but saturday november 5th uh they had their rock and roll hall of fame induction ceremony now First of all, it's Saturday night. The World Series is on and college football is on. I am not paying attention to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I apologize. But it took place in uh, Los Angeles. And I guess uh, John Sykes, who I thought was going away, thought he's still hanging around, uh, chairman of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation, revealed that L.A. will now join Cleveland and New York as a regular home for the annual honors. Isn't that special? Now, the new 2022 class included... Dolly Parton because nothing says rock and roll like Dolly Parton Eminem because nothing says rock and roll like Eminem Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo okay uh, Duran Duran <sighs> Eurythmics uh, Lionel Richie uh, and Carly Simon Judas Priest Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis all join. The Rock Hall with the award for musical excellence. Oh man, oh yeah. Well, that's. I mean, Terry Lewis won the special award for musical excellence. Now there were big. You know, all the stars were there. They were all busy, glad handing and patting themselves on the back. Still no foreigner. Uh, so I don't know. If that's going to happen. They, they, you know, that will never happen. According to uh, what's his face, they said that just doesn't come up doesn't it john doesn't it i thought for sure sykes was gone as the head of the rock and roll hall of fame uh oh good well the good news is as well is that we get to watch it on november 19th on hbo oh okay well i don't feel so bad about missing it now they're gonna put it up on hbo that's wonderful wonderful so I want to find out about the Dingleberry who runs the Rock Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. So Sykes is the new guy, and that's right, Jan Uh, He's replacing uh, Jan winner from iHeart, who was in charge of the Rock Hall of Fame. Okay, so he's the new guy. All right. So anyway, and it was only five and a half hours, so you'll be able to catch that on HBO. Can't wait for that. I mean, I like these artists. I like them all, but are they rock and roll hall of fame worthy artists? Dolly Parton, Eminem, Lionel Richie. Oh, stop, stop it. Okay. Uh, we have, uh, some great TV shows, uh, coming up here in the future in the very, very near future. I mean, uh, walking dead is The Walking Dead. The Mothership is coming to an end. Two episodes left. Uh, You can listen to a special Walking Dead podcast, Talking Walking Dead, with myself, Jason Buttrell, and my son, Maximus. Uh, We do that every week, and we covered that. It should be up and available as we speak under the Chewing the Fat banner. Uh, Really good. It's been great. we got two episodes left. And then we have uh, Yellowstone uh, coming back, season five. That starts Next week we'll drop uh, the first two episodes of season five. Next week you have Tulsa King with Stallone that starts next week. Uh, should be awesome on Paramount Plus. Then I see where we have Criminal Minds Evolution. I loved Criminal Minds uh, throughout the years. I mean it was on for fifteen seasons. Uh, you know the last, the final few seasons were. Arguably questionable, but with still criminal minds and uh, they have they've had some great episodes, so that's coming back criminal mind's evolution with some of the uh, former stars from the uh, original series. I don't know if they talked to our man John Douglas uh, about anything to do with this uh, new show, although I doubt it. But I mean, he was the one who started the BAU. They ought to just at least have a say hello to him about the show, but we shall see. So I mean, there's some good TV coming up. I know that films are another story, but there's some excellent TV coming up to watch in the very near future. And I'm really looking forward to it. So, who died today? Who died today? First off, Aaron Carter. Dead at the age of 34. Aaron was a child star turned rapper. Uh, He was found dead Saturday at his home in California. He was discovered in his bathtub after a 911 call was made about his drowning. So he was the cause of death, has not officially been announced, but you know, he was found in his bathtub, drowned. So, probably going to be part of the death. Anyway, he was, uh, you know, he was born in Florida, started performing at a young age, and uh, opened for the Backstreet Boys and Nick's Band uh, on their 1997 tour, released his solo stuff. And, uh, then he struggled with, uh, you know, drugs and DUIs and girlfriends and everything else. So, you know, that was, he he lived a, a tough life. So anyway, Aaron Carter dead at the age of 34. And don't look at me like that with your little, oh, was he vaccinated? No, no, he wasn't. So your little... Sudden adult death syndrome uh, doesn't really work with Aaron Carter, does it? Anyway, <laughs> so stop looking at me like that. Anyway, Aaron Carter, dead at the age of 34. Then we have Mukesh Kumar. Mukesh Kumar, dead at the age of 40. How did Mukesh die? Well, he was sleeping on his rooftop, and who doesn't? I mean, you when you... When you're tired and you're on your rooftop, you want to fall asleep. Well, and that's what Mukesh did. Apparently, a group of monkeys attacked Mukesh. And he tried to flee. And he lost his balance and fell to the ground. He suffered severe head injuries, rushed of the hospital. And he died during treatment. They couldn't revive him. Apparently, there's been an increase. And you know this. If you've been listening to Chewing the Fat, you know there has been an increase in monkey menace. That's what they're calling it now. Monkey menace residents allege that the troop of monkeys enters residential and commercial buildings in search for food and attacks humans over a thousand people have sought anti rabies treatment since july after being injured in monkey attacks don't forget about the four-month-old baby who was killed in the same area it's the same monkey menace they're busy the monkey mob is busy in this town and they're taking over they're taking them over So, it's time to do something. Uh, We need to put some monkeys down. (laughs) They're ripping people's ears off. There is some serious, aggressive behavior happening from these monkeys. And it's got to be put to an end. I know we're worried about monkeys. I saw where People for Animals India tweeted that a monkey was beaten up and thrown in a drain. Now, of course, they rescued him and he's under treatment at a shelter. Please pray for his speedy recovery. How about... No. I mean, I'm sorry that the monkey got beat up. I guess I am. And they're trying, I guess, to capture monkeys attacking humans and shift them to the forest areas. No. I think it's time that we all realize... Here, little monkey, here. I mean, I appreciate all of you people who love monkeys, but when they are starting to now attack humans and we actually have a monkey mob, not just a monkey menace, but a monkey mob attacking humans, no, this will not stand. Uh, Here, little monkey mob, come here for a second. Uh, Let's get this thing straightened out as long as we have uh, monkeys in the news, (laughs) monkeys in the news, Uh, the Chinese space program is looking to send monkeys up to their newly put together space station in order to study how they grow and reproduce in a zero gravity environment. So they're going to send monkeys up into space to take care of a little monkey business and see how everything works out with the zero, <laughs> zero gravity environment. So if you're a good little monkey, you get to go to space and take care of space business. So that's kind of kind of cool. So uh, is it is it kind of cool? Well, we'll see. I know the report said that the scientists also think that Feeding the monkeys through the study period will, and dealing with their waste would be a major concern. Yeah, you think? But we need to understand uh, uh, the organism's uh, adaption to microgravity and other space environments. So we just built this new space station. You know what we should do? Send a bunch of monkeys up there and just turn them loose and let them take care of some monkey business. And don't worry about it. <laughs> They're going to be cleaning monkey goo no matter what particular orifice it comes from, out of that space station for years to come. So you know what, China? That's what needs to happen. Send those monkeys up there and let them take care of monkey business in your new space station. Okay, more animals in the news. Uh, There's a lady in Vermont who was attacked by a bear. Now she is alive to talk about it. Apparently, she was going out. She was. They were staying at a condominium at the Stratton Mountain Ski Resort. And she was going to let her dog out to go for a little walk. Her little Bodhi, a Tzu, And uh, when they went outside, the Bodie chases a bear cub up a tree. Uh, well, the mother bear was not happy about uh, this little dog chasing her bear cub up a tree. So... Uh, then the bear attacked this lady, uh, Sarah Deedle, I think her name is. And uh, she started, the bear was starting to attack her. She said that, I think I tried to fight, but I just ended up in a fetal position trying to protect my head. Oh, you got scared and just fetal positioned out? Didn't want to fight the mama bear? All right, well, fine. Well, then the boyfriend, uh, Bobby Monturo, came out with a flashlight and slammed the mama bear in the head with a flashlight then pulled which knocked the bear back a little bit had the bear stop attacking pulled sarah inside the house and the bear started to charge them again and he slammed the door and the window that hit the bear in the face and then uh the the dog went running away and the bear chased the dog so uh, they went to Southwestern Vermont Medical Center in Bennington, Bennington, Vermont, been there. Uh, love it, it's beautiful. Uh, the home of Hemings Motor News. I, I, I digress. So they took her to the hospital and she's all healed up. She had 15 staples in her head, stitches in her face, a gash on her hip scrapes and bruises all over her body i mean she's lucky to be alive there's it's not a surprise that this bear was attacking her for her you know saving her young cub and uh, sarah deedle is lucky to be alive so now according to the boyfriend it's easy for me to get mad at the bear for mangling my girlfriend and us going through this yes yes it is uh Mr. Monturo, and really, if you had been there with a weapon, uh, perhaps you could have taken out the bear and put an end to this menace to humans. <laughs> Sarah, is that a bear attacking you? Hey, bear, let me get, I don't know, my flashlight, or do I need to get my weapon? <laughs> But Mr. Montura would never do that because he believes we, as humans, are asking for it. Are we? Believe it or not, um, that's look, we're here on Green Mountain Forest. We're guests. And we're building these properties and we get mad at them when they show up. Neither one of us want to hurt an animal. I feel bad for hitting the bear. Do you? You feel bad for hitting the bear because he was attacking your girlfriend and almost killed her? Now he didn't get the dog. the dog got away. They put up a reward for Bodie, but apparently a few hours later, Bodhi came back home so okay, they said that they believe this is the same bear over the in this in the area because over the past several weeks uh they've seen this bear and including one of them climbed up onto their deck eighteen feet off the ground to fetch bird feed so it's the it's the human's fault um no. Remember, this is an ongoing uh, belief of this program, Chewing the Fat, Humans First. Oh, you know, I'd like to thank Ian Kane, uh, writer for the Epic Times uh, in the arts and culture section, for listening to Chewing the Fat. Ian, welcome. Thanks. Nice to have you aboard. Uh, he wrote an article uh, <laughs> a week ago about uh, the 1970s was a great decade for American TV shows, particu- particularly action driven crime dramas featuring private detectives and cops. Yeah. Hello. We talked about it before on this very show. We just got done talking about him because I'm looking for the theme for Okamulgee. Columbo, Kojak, Streets of San Francisco, the Rockford Files. Hello. And more more specifically, this article is about he lists these, but he's talking about, I mean, my number one show. Canon! Yes! He talks about Canon. That's right. While most TV f- series featured characters who were within relatively normal ranges in terms of physique William Conrad. The actor who portrayed the main character in the show was rotund, with a double chin and receding hairline. Not the type you'd expect to be a leading man. This observance is in no way a put down. Rather, it makes a fresh approach to building a character that stands out in the crowded field of 70s private investigators. Indeed, Cannon often uses his own girthy body as a prop for self deprecating humor yet wields it like a formidable weapon when he needs to. Conrad's incredible acting chops and charismatic spirit breathe life into the proverbial clay of the character giving it a realistic heft that matches the more gritty sensibilities of the 70s. Yes it does Ian Which I've been a proponent of for a long time here on Chewing the Fat. I'd like to welcome you to Chewing the Fat and let you know that... Cannon. Cannon. Tonight's episode. (laughs) Chewing the Fat. I mentioned earlier the World Series was on this weekend and it ended on Saturday. As the Houston Astros defeated the Philadelphia Phillies... On Saturday night, I was going back and forth to uh, catch the end of the World Series and watching some college football. But I see, and I missed the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. But I see where Mattress Mac, Jim Mattress Mac McInvale from Houston, uh, he's a big-time Houston sports fan, and he's a betting man, and he bets all the time on this. And uh, with the Astros winning the World Series, he won 75 Million dollars. Good for him. Now, he always has promotions at his stores that help, uh, you know, ease the pain of these bets that he does. But pretty sweet. Good for him, man. Uh, $75 million. It's nice. You know, Caesar Sportsbook announced that uh, it paid out $30 million of that win. Uh, he put $3 million on the Astros out of 10 to 1 on May 13th. And then he, Caesar's digital CEO, said that. Uh, Mac may have won the round on the field. We're proud we teamed up to support with first responders. So he always has, uh, you know, a side deal going on, uh, which is really great. He placed a uh, $10 million wager on the Astros, capturing a World Series title at 7.51, which is the $75 million update. So it was more than one place that he made the bets total. But uh, congratulations to Mattress Mac for winning $75 million on the Strohs winning the World Series. Also, remember, we're coming up on Election Day. Tomorrow is Election Day 2022. Wow. 11-8-2022 is Election Day. So if you haven't already voted, I mean, early voting has been taking place uh, since, uh, I don't know, four years ago now. I know, that's misinformation. It hasn't been four years, Jeff. It's only been for some places a couple of weeks, some places three or four weeks. I know, I got it. So if you haven't already voted, tomorrow is the actual voting day. And I know that uh, Blaze TV is having a big event uh, tomorrow night to uh, bring you the election wrap-up. I don't know that we'll know any of the actual outcomes tomorrow. We may never know some of the outcomes. But uh, Blaze TV, if you're a subscriber to Blaze TV, that helps keep this particular podcast free. So if you go to blazetv.com and use the promo code REDWAVE, you're going to get $30 off uh, a year subscription to the Blaze TV. $30 off for a year subscription to Blaze TV pretty awesome use the promo code red wave now i know those of you that uh are saying to yourself are you part of the election coverage no i was not asked to be part of the election coverage so uh it's just you and me here on chewing the fat it's okay uh you know whatever i try to you know i try to you know i don't do a lot of uh, day-to-day political stuff on this program because i want you to feel you know like you can get away with it get away from it for a little while and I know Joe Biden is our president and he you know and he's agonizing. And he's vowed to shut down coal plants across America. We can talk about that if you want. We can talk about what a nightmare he is and how that is affecting the United States of America. We can talk about him stumbling on stage when he was with Kathy Hochul again this weekend. We can talk about him not calling Benjamin Netanyahu and congratulating him on an election win. We can talk about what a doofus he is. We can talk about him saying that Elon Musk spews lies across the world because of he now runs twitter we can talk about what an idiot our president of the united states is or we can talk about the good things that president biden has done let's look at the list plus you can add to the list that maybe he has really made people appreciate the constitution of the united states even more uh he's a great uniter He's uniting the country. Uh, Wait, no, I mean he's dividing us every day. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. I try to give you stories and things that aren't so much political but tie into our uh, daily lives so that you get a little bit of a reprieve from the day-to-day politics. But that's the way it is. Uh, BlazeTV.com gets you uh, with the promo code REDWAVE. You can go to BlazeTV.com slash Jeffy. And then use the promo code REDWAVE and that'll get you $30 off for a year's subscription. Uh, blazetvcom slash Jeffy. Make sure you use the promo code Wave. Um, that will get you a uh, $30 off for a year's subscription. Plus, I'm on Pat Gray twice a week uh i do I do a, a chewing the fat segment and i stick around for the show on wednesdays and i'm there on fridays for pat gray unleashed and man we cover politics in depth on that show along with uh, trying to make the apocalypse fun that's part of what pat gray is doing and uh, you know i fill in on that show for pat and i fill in for keith from time to time so i mean i get a, i give you enough politics that's why i do chewing the fat anyway thanks for listening and you can dry your eyes that I won't be part of the blaze TV extravaganza for the election. You're not going to have any, You're not going to have any for sure. Uh, There might be a few races that they say, you know, yes, this Congressman, this particular congressional seat is final. We're calling it, but the big races that you really want to know about, you're not going to know about it uh, tomorrow night. But you know, what do I know? What do I know? All right. So I'll leave you with the joke of the day okay Uh, the joke of the day uh, was sent to me com email address you can do that anytime you'd like if you want to communicate you can send me anything you want at com. if you don't follow me on any of the social medias Uh, and uh, this joke uh, was a big animal day on this this program today and uh, I talked on Friday about the taxidermist and the couple who made their dog skin their rug which you know whatever you do you So, uh, this email was sent to me and it said, your story about turning your dog into a rug it wasn't my dog. Okay. But anyway, your story about turning your dog into a rug reminded me about the tourist from Canada who went into a redneck bar in Alabama. The locals sized him up and the bartender asked him where he's from. He said, Canada bartender said, what do you do in Canada? He says, I'm a taxidermist. What you drive a taxi? No, I mount animals. The bartender said, He's okay, boys. He's one of us. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat.